Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, Foo followers around the world. Welcome to the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. Thanks for downloading. If you listen to the show via iTunes, remember to give the show a star rating or write a little review. This will help to further promote the show within iTunes and hopefully attract even more Foo followers. The show is also available on SoundCloud, Stitcher and everywhere else you get podcasts. Remember, if you want to drop me an email, the email address is, as always, hello at kungfumovieguide.com and you can also get in touch via our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram page. Okay, plug over, let's get on with the show, here we go. Well, if you're really so determined to have a fight, then I'll oblige. (laughs) Yes, 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 welcome to the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast, uh, or KFMG pod. Uh, if you're one of those uh, hashtag users, one of those cool people, I'm sure there's some of you out there. Thank you very much for listening to this and thank you for downloading. My name is Ben Johnson. This is my podcast. You're welcome. Uh, this episode is a little bit different to the usual shows uh, as it covers my time at this year's fantastic Fighting Spirit Film Festival. Um, so this is a film festival which celebrates uh, martial arts and martial arts movies. Uh, and it was uh, it was an honour to be invited along to this year's event. Uh, the Fighting Spirit Film Festival took place on the 16th of September 2017 uh, at the Bolin Cinema here in London town. Long-standing fans of this show may remember that I covered the Fighting Spirit Film Festival, the very first one they did back on episode 5 of the podcast. Uh, You can go back and check that one out if you haven't already. Uh, But then it was an offshoot of the Seni Combat and Strength show, and I got to talk to quite a few up-and-coming UK-based martial arts filmmakers and movie stars. Uh, including the likes of um, the directors Samuel Smith and Chris Chung. Uh, They both had short films showing at uh, last year's festival. Uh, I also chatted to the Kung Fu couple, uh, that's David Chung and Yolanda Lines, uh, and the Twins Effect and Bangkok Adrenaline star Daniel O'Neill was also at last year's events. You can hear from all of those people on episode 5. I also spoke to the event organiser Sue Cole, Um, who you're going to hear from again in a minute, uh, discussing how the festival has grown tremendously in in only one year, and it's really quite fantastic to see. So um, this year's event featured four feature films. Uh, There was a charity screening of the Ip Man, The Final Fight film. That's the Anthony Wong uh, Ip Man movie, courtesy of Cine Asia. Um, They also showed The Karate Kid and the UK premiere of the Tak Sakaguchi film Reborn. Uh, Reborn is actually going to land on DVD here in the UK in 2018 from Eureka Entertainment. Um, and there was also a screening of Lao Ga Lung's classic Shaw Brothers movie, The 36th Chamber of Shaolin, uh, which is just such a bona fide classic. I think uh, that one never gets old. Uh, on top of all of that, there were martial arts demonstrations plus short films and an award show. Uh, and it's the short films that um, we're going to talk about here on this episode of the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. Um, so the short films uh, section at the Fighting Spirit Film Festival has always been uh, uh, just excellent. And Sue spends a lot of time selecting which shorts to show. Uh, and she always comes up with a, a, an entertaining and diverse list of films. Uh, that was no exception at this year's event. So we're going to hear from a number of the young, uh, up-and-coming and very talented people behind these short movies uh, on, on this episode of the show. Um, all are UK-based filmmakers. All of them are lovers of martial arts movies. Uh, and, and all of them, I'm sure, are destined for, for huge things. So remember where you heard them first. 
uh, on the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. Um, so I should say that on the day I was running around quite a bit trying to grab five or ten minutes with, with a lot of the people that um, you're about to hear from uh, and it was quite tricky at the location to try and find a really quiet space. Uh, so I'll just apologise up front just uh, for all the background noise that's going on uh, but uh, hopefully you won't find that too distracting. Um, so first up you're going to hear from the event organiser, that's the wonderful Sue Cole, uh, followed by John Shui Zhang. Uh, John is a, a martial artist based in Oxford here in the UK, uh, and he is the star of a short documentary called Portrait of a Martial Artist. Uh, and he also appears in The Real Target, which is the short film made by David Chung and Yolanda Lines. Uh, you're then going to hear from the makers behind a rather excellent uh, sort of Hong Kong crime kung fu homage uh, called Kowloon Killers. Uh, Kowloon Killers picked up the Audience Choice Award uh, on the night and you're going to hear from the film's first AD, Jonah Worth and the Kowloon Killers director, Leif Johnson. So that's uh, coming up. I then catch up with the Kung Fu couple themselves, David Chung and Yolanda Lines. Uh, they were screening a longer version of their crowdfunded fight comedy, The Real Target, uh, for the first time in front of an audience. And it was really well received, which was uh, which was lovely to see, uh, particularly as we've been following their progress quite a lot on this show, uh, as well as featuring on episode five. I also spoke to David and Yolanda on episode 12 of the podcast, so you can go back and uh, check that one out. David does crop up in a number of martial arts shorts at the Fighting Spirit Film Festival, so uh, I should also mention his appearance in uh, Chris Chung's great Soho Jimbo, uh, which is online now, so you can check that out and definitely do do that. It's very entertaining. Uh, and uh, David is also in a short called I Am Not The Devil, uh, which was a spooky treat. Uh, that's another collaboration between David and the director Samuel Smith. Uh, they both work together on another short movie called Tengu, uh, which is also very incredible. So go and uh, check out all of those shorts. Then you're going to hear from the UK actor Linda Louise Duan. Um, it was great to chat to Linda. She popped up again in, in quite a few of the short films throughout the day. Uh, she lent her voice to the international version of a Chinese animation called Foxy. Uh, she is also in I Am Not The Devil uh, and she is in a promising looking short called Shadow Warriors. Uh, Linda is in that alongside the British wushu champ Samuel Mack. And Linda uh, also appeared in Doctor Strange, uh, like most of the UK martial arts stars, by the sounds of it. Uh, and we have a nice uh, little chat about her time uh, making that movie. And finally, last but certainly not least, I managed to grab some time with the wonderful uh, multi-award winning actor, writer, director, stuntman, producer uh, and all-round awesome martial artist Bo Fowler. Uh, if you're not familiar with Bo's work, then uh, you should definitely check him out. Uh, he runs his own independent production company called Key Films. Uh, that's K-I Films. Uh, Empire Magazine called him the next Scorsese. That was after he shot a movie uh, using only a mobile phone. Uh, he's got a new short film out called Express Delivery. It co-stars uh, fellow stunt performer Sonny Lewis, uh, and this is just awesome. So if you can catch a screening of Express Delivery somewhere, then then definitely do. It won the award for Best Action Choreography at the Fighting Spirit Film Festival, uh, and we have a nice uh, chat all about that. So uh, before I throw over to all of these wonderful, talented people, um, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to the other movies which were also shown. Um so there's this short film called Blindsided, which I just wanted to mention. This uh, stars Eric Jacobus, uh, and that won Best Short Film at the event. It's on YouTube now. You can do yourself a favour and, uh, and watch that. It really is quite wonderful. It's a it's a great setup actually for for a story which looks very promising. So uh, I don't know the next steps uh, with regards to Blindsided, but there's definitely uh, some great material there to expand on. Also check out another short called Dead End. Uh, this is on YouTube as well. It's a great fight scene between Jean-Paul Lee and Laurent Blancel, uh, both of whom appear in the new Cambodian martial arts movie Jailbreak, 
which is excellent. Uh, Law, I know, is currently filming the next season of Into the Badlands at the moment, so uh, lots of exciting things on the horizon for those two. Also shown at the Fighting Spirit Film Festival were uh, Philip Ray Tommy's stylish action short Cain and Abel, there was a short called VSA Tournament from Lee Admasi. That's a sort of computer game style beat-em-up uh, short. And there was an art house uh, film called Kung Fu. Uh, there were also some really cool mini documentaries shown at the event. For all the details, head over to fightingspiritfilmfestival.com. Okay, that's quite enough preamble, I think. I do hope you enjoy this slightly different uh, episode of the show as we go over now to my slightly noisy coverage from uh, this year's brilliant uh, Fighting Spirit Film Festival. How's it going, Sue? It's really good, thank you. I'm really thrilled with the event. Sue, you must be over the moon. There's loads of people here. It's uh, it's a great event. Yeah, I'm really pleased, actually. Um, we have a lot of people turn out to support the short films, which is one of the main aims of the festival. And uh, I'm really thrilled because we had the original Karate Kid as well, which is what inspired me to do martial arts and do this festival. So if we were to set up this festival, if um, you know people listen to this and they don't know the Fighting Spirit Film Festival, what was their ethos uh, behind it? Oh, so there's a few things, actually. Um, yeah. One is to help kind of inspire people to do martial arts and get interested in martial arts and the films. And because I was a little girl, I watched The Karate Kid and that was the first time I'd seen martial arts. It inspired me to go and do martial arts and then um, do it for a long time. And then I kind of did a bit of odd film work. And uh, then here we are, we put the movies and the martial arts together and we're showing other people's films with their martial arts in it as well and hopefully inspiring other people to do it. The other thing is to help build a community so people can come together and enjoy these films and also kind of promote these filmmakers because the next generation has to come through and get their films shown and also um, support up-and-coming filmmakers as well to kind of get, you know, their audience. There just aren't enough platforms, are there, Mm. for young filmmakers, up-and-coming filmmakers to just get their movies shown. Yeah, definitely. Uh, So a day like this is just, it's a fantastic thing. And it's so good to have the community come together because you can see all the filmmakers are talking to each other, they can sort of admire each other's films, or maybe not so, but they might find people that they want to work with. And when you have that strong, like, community coming together, um, it can show maybe the rest of the world that, you know, there is actually quite a strong action community here. And, you know, it used to be in Hong Kong you had that kind of thing but there are pockets around the world and it's bringing them together to kind of make it have that strength yeah mm. and there aren't many martial arts movie events are there really there aren't many there aren't many of them out there no that's true yeah we have actually teamed up with two other film festivals there's one in America called Iron Dragon Action TV yeah yeah and they, they were just before us and we deliberately timed it so we wouldn't collide with them and then next month in October in Seville in Spain it's No Identity Film Festival Fantastic. so we've been actively trying to um, sort of promote the films to go to those other festivals as well and this is the first year we've got awards so we're trying to recognise that action choreography yeah. the short films and then you know in the future maybe trying to look at having those festivals that come together to kind of have that more international recognition as sure. well yeah yeah so it's the short film You've got uh, awards. There's martial arts demonstrations. And the UK here. Premier of Reborn. UK Premier of Reborn. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's a, such a great scoop. Yeah, scene. yeah, really great. And um, it's really great to actually get in touch with companies like Eureka as well, and also Cine Asia earlier with It Man. Uh, those companies have been so- supporting those films as well, and it's, it's obviously not easy for them as well. So to kind of bring them together also under this event is a great pleasure as well, and we hope to do more with them in the future. And, and also other companies like Wellgo USA and the Asia Releasing, who we were involved with last year as well. It's quite encouraging. There must be there's, there's, there seems to be quite a, a huge appetite for martial arts movies. Great. I mean, I know. I mean, that's great for us, yeah. you know, the fans and everything. So many people are drawn to this genre still, aren't they? Um, I think they've they've been there, but they've had to kind of be in their own homes watching it on TV. And I think having that chance to come together and meet other people makes it kind of makes you realise that you're not the only one. And I think that gives it momentum and gives it energy, which I think is what it needs to help give people inspiration and motivation to kind of make more of the films. And and also the film companies, it'll give them a bit of confidence to go, okay, there is a market. Maybe we should invest as well. And and I think with China now becoming more open as well, there's definitely like a you know a, a chance to show stuff there. And some of our talent here there's no reason why they couldn't do cross promotions or go make films that could be shown there and you know why not yeah absolutely Mm. Um, and you've got loads of the filmmakers are here today as well so I'm going to try and go around and speak to them and there's lots of really great women as well yeah yeah and some of the films also had some diversity as well we've got people we know with the visually impaired and hearing impaired and literally martial arts can be anyone it's it's, the only limitation is you and your mind 
absolutely. Sue, I'll let you go. Thank you so much. But congratulations, Wada. Well Thank you very much, Ben. Dragon Fest. John Xu Zhang. Yes. Really nice to meet you. You too. Nice to meet you too. John, you're you're quite involved in uh, a lot of the short films that are being uh, shown today at the Fighting right. Spirit Film Festival. First of all, you're in the Real Targets. Oh, yes. Um, so this is David Chung and Yolanda Lines. This is their uh, uh, production. Do you want to just talk a little bit about that and your involvement in that? Sure. Well, I, I've known David for probably about ten years now, wow. and uh, yeah, we've yeah. worked together on different films. And uh, yeah, we're just very good friends. You know, yeah. every time he had a uh, film project near Oxfordshire, which is where I live, sure. he'd always come stay with me. And uh, fantastic. So yeah, um, and when when this uh, when when he started to talk about the real target, yeah. he said, "I want to get you involved on that." You know, are you interested? I said, "Yeah, of course I am." You know, yeah. of course yeah, I am. Yeah. We've got each other different jobs before. For sure. instance, we did the Brit Awards together, okay. and uh, I, I got on that job. Yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> so he got me this one for the real target. Sure. sure. So it's very much give and take, and yeah, we. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very mutual. There's a real family-like connection with, with everyone, isn't there? And everyone crops Absolutely. up in each other's films. It's quite amazing. Together, everybody achieves more. Yeah. And you know, in, in, I think in this industry, it's not just about what you know. It's who you know and who knows you. Yeah, true. And only once they know you, then you can sell what you know. Yeah. So it's very much with, uh, it's very much a family, you know, it's, uh, we've done a lot of work together. Yeah. And uh, so with all the videos that you'll see later on today, yeah. and the ones that you've already seen, you'll see the same faces. Yeah. And um, sometimes it's just a talking scene, sometimes it's a fight scene, sometimes it's both, you know, yeah. and, uh, or sometimes it's just a cameo. Sure. Regardless, it's just very nice to be a part of yeah, yeah. everybody's projects. Absolutely, and, uh, absolutely. And to, to be, see the fruits of the labours up there on screen as well, that, must, that must be fantastic. It's actually amazing, very humbling to see to see each other on the big screen. Yeah. And, and I absolutely love that. You know, yeah. I think um, it's something that I very much... Yeah, film is very much where I'd like to be. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, Portrait of a Martial Artist. This is a documentary about yourself. Yes, yes, yes. it is. So talk me through this. What was the steps? How did this um, come about? Well, there's a student at, um, at a university called SAE Institute. Yeah. And um, he, for his major, major project, his final year major project, he said to me, I want to make a documentary. Can I make it about you? Because I'd come into his university prior to that to do a fight choreography workshop. Yeah. And he said to me, you know, I'd really love to do a documentary on your lifestyle. Yeah. Would that be okay? I said, yeah, of course. It took about three or four days to, to shoot and the end result was beautiful. Yeah. And I was very happy with yeah. it. And, um, I've seen there's a little teaser online if people want to go online and have a look at this. That's they correct. Can, they can do that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's uh, received a lot of very nice publicity. and. Yeah. Really good feedback. I am a martial arts instructor. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So you teach in Oxford? Yes. Yes. Um, and you do a lot of training for actors, don't you? I so do, yes. uh, a lot of fight training to look convincing on screen. Absolutely. You um, know. Yeah. Um, talk me through that then. So, so what, I, I, I've been teaching for the past twelve years. Yeah. Um, I've taught police, security, uh, army, as yeah. well as uh, even fire service. And um, but actors is something that I enjoy doing. You yeah. know, with the actors, it's all about aesthetics. How 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 good they can look. Yeah. Um, how convincing they can look, as well as um, it's a new skill for them to be able to pick up as well. Sure. Which is something I really enjoy doing. John, what's your future ambitions and goals? Um, obviously, you're teaching as well, but um, you know you're cropping up in a lot of these movies and on camera. Um, you worked before as a stuntman as well in quite a few uh, mm. big movies as well. Um, yeah, where, where's your where's your head at? You're, you're spinning a lot of plates. <laughs> I have a lot of things and a lot of parts. Yeah. And uh, so I've just had a uh, graphic novel featuring myself released sure. called War Dogs. Yeah. Uh, and I've um, I'm also working as the sports psychologist for the Saudi Arabian National Olympic Taekwondo team wow. because they are sponsored to train and live in Oxford. Sure. So um, what I plan on I, I plan on doing more with their athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, I'm also a junior researcher for a sub-quantum physics organization. Yeah. Which, um, so I have a huge interest in science as well. So, uh, but my love is film. My, you know, I'm martial arts in film. So, you know, I'd like to do film work, TV work and everything. And we'll see how that goes and see where that goes. But 
I think one of the biggest things I've done is ITV's Take Me Out. Sure, <laughs> yeah. You were, yeah, John from Oxford. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, you've done your research. Amazing. I've done my research. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. absolutely. And uh, Was that, so, I've not seen the episode. Mm. Um, what Did they, did you do like a martial arts demonstration? I they, sometimes did. they get people to do that, don't they? Yeah, I yeah. did a bit of piano and some martial arts. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, it was good fun. You and got to go to Fernandez. I did. Yeah. And three million people watched that episode. What? That's amazing. But for profile, that's fantastic. Absolutely. I really yeah, enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. John, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Best of luck with everything. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Hey there, I'm Jonah Wirth, and I was the first AD on uh, Kowloon Killers, uh, Leif Johnson's up-and-coming film. Yeah, that's, uh, and I am Leif Johnson, yes. and I was a writer, director, producer, <laughs> uh, editor. I was just a director. Sure. So, yeah, um, yeah. I, I did a lot of stuff, but uh, that's what you have to do in these type of films. When was the first germ of an idea? When did that first happen with, with, with this short film? I've been working with the stunt team that, um, that make up most of the, the cast of this film, and uh, we were making lots of little shorts, little projects, um, and each one got bigger and bigger, yeah. and it was... Okay, so what's next? Let's do, let's do something that's a little bit more adventurous. Um, so I just sat down and thought of an idea. It was, it was that simple. It was, it was basically working within our means and making sure, sure that it was something that was achievable. Yeah. Um, but at the same time had um, a story that was a little bit, a little bit different and had more of a... Um, What's the word? A bit more production value. It's rooted in a love of Hong Kong action films. Most Is definitely. Is that fair to say? Uh, yes. Yeah? Yes, most definitely. <laughs> to, to people who haven't seen it, what are, the, what are the main sort of touch points would you say for Kowloon Killers? Well, I think there's a lot of inspiration from like late 80s, early 90s um, uh, gangster-based films. Yeah. So a lot of John Woo uh, influence in there. As the idea progressed, we, we moved away from that, but it still has very much a lot of influence from those type of films. Sure. Uh, so there's a lot of gunplay. There's a lot of um, a lot of hand-to-hand. There's a lot of knife uh, knife work in there as well in terms of the action. Yeah. And uh, also, it's my first um, foreign. <laughs> language film. Yeah. In fact, I've got there, there are there's, there's Vietnamese and Cantonese in this in this film as well. So it was it was quite challenging in a way. Sure, sure. Jonah, what was the shooting schedule? Was it was it so the, the shoot was done um, over two two night scenes in Southampton in a supermarket, a Chinese supermarket. And as Leif mentioned, this film was done on a budget, so yeah. we really had to stick to time. Sure. So by the end of it, uh, our actors were absolutely worn out yeah. putting every last inch of effort into yeah. it Not but just it really the really shows <laughs> <laughs> I think for the amount of fighting that was scheduled you would normally leave five to six days to do it and that's full full yeah. working days that, those Hong Kong films you know Jackie Chan would spend weeks just on one fight scene wouldn't he and uh Whereas this was all done literally in two two nights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks fantastic. The results. You must be really happy with how the film looks and how it's turned out. Well, do you know what? I mean, it's the same with most projects. That towards the end of it, you you become blind to it, and you're not sure if it's good anymore, and you're you're tired of seeing it, and you 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 need to put it in front of an audience to uh, to really understand how it performs. and you know, I think the people, everyone that's seen it in any screenings that we've done up to now, people uh, do enjoy it, and we get a good, positive reaction. Ten Huang, uh, he is your leading man. He's your fight choreographer. Yeah. Uh, how did you meet uh, him and his, and his team? Uh, I met Tien on Instagram. Right. Uh, and I was looking to uh, do something. Just, I was looking. I was looking for a martial artist. Yeah. Uh, based in London. Uh, to do just a side project um, and then when I met him it kind of all kind of snowballed into lots and lots of uh, fights sequences sure. that we, we put together and it you know and it led up to, to this film Was it good to work with Oh yeah Tian, like Tian's great Tian, yeah. yeah Tian is uh, he's so he's got so much energy yeah. uh, and he's so enthusiastic mm. um, and it never it, it never goes sure. and it's it, you know uh, after like a like Jonah just said, like 48-hour shoot um, where, where I didn't actually sleep. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not the one that's leaping around and doing very physical sure. stuff. He still had all that, that energy right to the last minute. Yeah. You know, a lot of the bulk of the um, physically demanding fight sequences were towards the end of the shoot. Yeah. And, you know, when you see it, you, you can't tell. You can't. He was tired. Sure. But... 
he must have been tired. Yeah. No one, no one has that amount of energy except Tien. Yeah. <laughs> there was also a lot of thinking on your feet because you can sort of choreograph and, and practice these scenes for, for days and for weeks. But this was the first time doing this fight in that environment. Yeah. So really on the spot you had to think about how can I use this location to my advantage. Yeah. And um, I think Leif and Tien had this incredible relationship which really does come across on the screen. Yeah. Will you work with, uh, with him again? Is that the plan? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, get a bit of a Tien's got, Tien's got lots of projects on at the moment, sure. as do I. Um, and, you know, uh, we're talking about projects in the near future. And Canon Killers is looking to be a feature. Well, we're looking to make it to a feature. Fantastic. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask about that, if that was the plan to try and make that into a feature film. But, most, uh, yeah. most definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're very excited about it. Because we never thought about it being a feature until we actually screened it, and then everyone went, so this is going to be made into a feature, right? Sure. Like, I never even thought about it. Yeah. Until now. Yeah. <laughs> As Leif says, it's really generating the sort of publicity for this and the, yeah, yeah. the will to invest in, in Cowling Killers because yeah. really it does have such potential as a story to make it onto the big screen in the feature format. So we're really, really excited. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much for talking to me. Thanks very much. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Good. All three at one time. More than I'd hoped for. Huh. I'll say this. You all look very different in those fancy little outfits. <laughs> So I'm joined by uh, the stars, or oh, the writers and the directors, and producers and producers of the Real Target. Welcome back to the Kung Fu Movie Guide, David Chung, Yolanda Lines. Hi, thank you for having us again. <laughs> We're inside the cinema, so it's a little bit less noisy here. So that's uh, that, that's that's a good thing. Okay, cool. So is that the first sort of audience screening of the Real Target? I know you did a cast and crew. Yeah. Screening. That was our first public screening. public screening. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What was what was the experience like? Yeah, it was amazing. Um, good response from the audience. It was nice to get some giggles in the audience, especially when Master Wong comes on. Yeah. And makes everybody laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's great, in it, isn't he? Yeah. It's yeah. It's good. It's got a good balance of. Um, yeah, the action and the comedy as well. So, I mean, are you are you are you pleased with it? Are you proud of how it's how it's turned out? Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like surprised us as well of how how many other parts that made the audience laugh. Yeah, yeah some parts that you know you don't expect, and then you hear a, hear a load of giggles in the audience, and yeah. you're like, oh wow, that was that's cool. The whole filmmaking process has been really, really yeah. great, and we've got an amazing team who've yeah. made this happen. So, um, yeah, because really all in all, to get team. to this stage now, because I know I sort of followed you guys on on the journey a little bit, because we were speaking, you know, at the first Fighting Spirit Film Festival, you had the little short film together of the Real Target, and there was a germ of an idea yeah. in there, and then now we've. You know, a year later, we're here with a, a longer version. What have you learned throughout that that process? Would you would you say one of the main differences between this film and the last was that our cast and crew this time was around 140 yeah. people in total, which is a lot for for a short film. Yeah, and yeah, just the creating a story with limited time limited budget it's always the same no matter yeah, how big your film is I imagine we learned that we had more supporters than we thought yeah because yeah. when we um, when we did the crowdfunding to fund the project we had so many like supporters yeah. all around the world 
and um, really big credit to those who supported us from the beginning yeah. and you especially as well yeah. <laughs> everybody who's helped us get to this stage whether it's through liking and sharing our stuff or by donating to our crowdfunder or to the people who gave their time yeah. and energy um, to make this film a possibility it's just you look back on it and it is so overwhelming yeah. to see wow I can't believe yeah. that the support this has from been made. friends and family and and it's yeah just really inspiring how so many people believe in the vision yeah. and the idea and yeah. the story and it and you know it happened and it's and you really must good. say at a, at a festival like this where you're seeing a succession of martial arts short films you must now see it in a different light in the sense that you know just how much effort there is that is involved in even you know a short 10 minute movie like that it's uh, you know it's quite a task isn't it 100 percent. yeah and i think as well Fighting Spirit Film Festival, I think, is such... You know, this is the second year of Fighting Spirit Film Festival. And already, the bar, I think, has been raised. Yeah. We've been so overwhelmed by the quality of films that have been submitted this Absolutely. year. And how the people who submitted last year, how much they've, you know, pushed themselves further in just a yeah. year. And I'm so excited to see what's produced for next year's yeah. film festival as well. I think there's some really talented filmmakers in the UK in the indie yeah, filmmaking absolutely. industry and yeah it's really exciting okay so next steps then with the real target so you're turning this into a feature movie are we going to be at Fighting Spirit a year from now with the feature film or is that <laughs> maybe uh, the is year that hopefully after? hopefully <laughs> we've got a lot of work to do and um, we've got fingers crossed lots in the pipeline yeah so cool excited cool. for the next step I've got to talk about I'm I'm Not the Devil. That was a yeah. great little short film. Again, working with um, Sam Smith, yeah. who you worked with on Tengu. Yeah. Um, he's got a great visual style, hasn't he? He's, he's, yeah. Uh, he, he can film a fight scene, but he can also do... He, he can make a film pretty creepy as well, can't he? Yeah, I mean, um, he's really into the dark yeah. and, you know, gritty stuff. And um, he's a big fan of my work as well. Yeah. So we work well together. Yeah. We've done a lot of actions stuff together, and um, it's been enjoyable. Great, good stuff, Yolanda. As well, I know you you have your own sort of projects as well that you you work on. Is there anything you can? Is there anything you're allowed to share with us? Uh, let me think. We'll leave it today. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I'm sure I'll check in again cool. in a few months' time. <laughs> See how you're yeah. getting on. Cool. Thank, Thank you so you. much for your time. Thank you very Cheers, much, guys. So Thank much. you. My Tiger Kung Fu is better than yours. I don't think you're good enough to avenge your master. <coughs> Linda Louise Duan, really nice to meet you. Lovely to meet you too. There was a couple of films there that uh, you featured in. Yes. There was the animation uh, Foxy and uh, Shadow Warriors. Yes. Both very entertaining, really enjoyed those. Thank you. Um, so Foxy's quite interesting. Is That's a, a Chinese animation? Yes. Yeah. Um, so basically um, a company that I work with called uh, Born to Entertain Studio. Yeah. Um, they made this short to pitch for a feature. Yeah. Um, and it was originally in Chinese and we translated it and dubbed it into English to yeah. show the English audience. Sure. Yeah. So how did you get involved in that project? It was already, it already been animated and produced and yes. then did they, they called you in to do the, to the, to the edit? Um, yeah, basically I work for a company called Valley Moon Yeah. and um, we are a film and animation consultant. So we basically link like Chinese companies and European companies and try and expand their business in you know the, cool. the other territory yeah um and they really wanted a presence in europe so we thought this would be a great way to get them get it into festivals sure. and and yeah i think people liked it yeah yeah, yeah it was great it was yeah. really um you know it's quite good fun and uh, it's quite entertaining is is the plan then to turn that into a feature film then yes. or is that yeah, yeah yes so um they're still working on the script but hopefully in two years it will be made. Fine, yeah. So. Just because the nature of animation, I guess, it just yeah, it takes And a also, yeah, the story, obviously it's very, like, Chinese in its essence. Yeah, yeah. Some jokes in Mandarin Chinese, like, yeah. 
didn't quite work with the English. Sure. And <laughs> and yeah, it's just cultural and like language barriers. Yeah, yeah. And Shadow Warriors, that looks great. How did you get involved in that project? That was actually the other way around. So Bulent, the director and writer, yeah. came to me with an English script and was like, we want that in Mandarin. So <laughs> I translated right, yeah, it into, yeah, um, into Mandarin because it's like set in Chinatown yeah. and he really wanted the original language. Sure. So um, I had to translate that and also there were some, some things that I had to like, you know, be a bit creative with sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Because... Um, yeah, it just like dramatically wouldn't work if it was translated literally. Sure. Um, so it's really exciting to have both the, the languages to play around with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was that a fun shoot? That was super fun. Like the team is absolutely lovely, yeah. and Sam, the the guy that I'm fighting with, he's like a Shaolin kind of. He's like a kung fu champion yeah so he's he, a wushu yeah, uh, champ isn't he yeah wushu the british champion. team yeah. so he taught me a lot yeah. and like i i'm a black belt in karate but that's i mean i'm not a champion sure, yeah. <laughs> so, so he like does international competitions yeah and even though he's younger than me like he taught me so much oh wow yeah yeah so, great so you quite great. like the getting in there, getting involved on the on the physical side in the action, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's, definitely. That's your, your kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, like it's a skill I have, and yeah. I might as well use it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I talk to about about Doctor Strange? You were involved in Doctor Strange, yes, is that right? Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. What was that whole? There's so many people here that you meet that were involved in that film. Yeah, uh, I made it loads seems of like, friends on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. over there was yeah. on it. Um, yeah, loads of people upstairs. It's great because we wrapped that and I had so many friends that could do martial arts. Sure. So it was just like this amazing network and it's different because on a Hollywood film, like you don't have any creative input whatsoever. Like you're like a little clog in a big, massive (laughs) machine. But here we have like creative input, we can work together, it's more like teamwork. A Marvel film is huge budgets and all all that sort of thing. It must have been quite different uh, you know, doing something like Shadow Warriors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I I loved it. I still can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It still like baffles me. Um, but but yeah, it's an amazing experience and and yeah, Shadow Warriors was also an amazing experience. But they're very different. Yeah. There's like I don't think you can compare it like. Like, we were filming in a, this disgusting alleyway in Chinatown with, like, smells of, like, you know, you've got puddles of, like, oil yeah, and yeah. From, from the Chinese restaurants. Sure. Um, whereas in Doctor Strange, like, you're in this, like, little tent or your own yeah. trailer yeah, and you've yeah. got, like, people asking what you want to eat for lunch and stuff. It's just... It's just a completely different world. Yeah, yeah. yeah I bet, I bet. Yeah. Um, okay, what exciting projects, then, have we got to look forward to? Um, I might be going to China to yeah. film a feature in November, okay. but it's not confirmed. Is this a martial arts role? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a martial arts role, and um, over the summer filmed a, um, a film called The Dark Kingdom, which is second in the Order of Kings trilogy. Yeah, okay. So that should be coming out next year, and yeah, that's sure. like a fantasy action movie. Wow. So a little okay. bit of a different yeah, yeah. <laughs> scenario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask about your uh, acting background as well? Because you've trained in mime, haven't you? I was reading yes. a little bit about that. Didn't you train with the mime maestro, the French guy who's um, very shouty? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what was that like? He's actually like lovely. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, his reputation this, is quite fierce. Yeah, he's got this fierce reputation, and people are like scarred from learning from him and stuff. But like, he says stuff that like hurts, but it's you can tell it's from love. Yeah. He loves you so much. Sure. In some exercises, he'll be like, "Oh, um, wink at the the person you fancy in in the classroom." Sure. And like everyone gets a bit giggly, but yeah. like it actually works because you can't you can't fake that. You can't fake you know yeah. fancying someone, or maybe he'll be like, you know, get someone to give a kiss on your cheek or something, yeah. and it's yeah. just that warmth from inside. Sure. That people don't even if you're like. Like you see it in Disney villains, like they're like mean and nasty, but you can't play mean and nasty. You're like, it's still pleasure. They have pleasure in, yeah. you know, 
um, like Cruella Deville has pleasure in like wearing fur coats. Like it's not from an evil side. Sure. Yeah. So I think a lot of action movies like people get it in their head that they have to frown and have to be evil but yeah that's not their motivation they it has to be somewhere from love have you found that transition from that mime experience and that sort of physical performance has that lended quite nicely into the action and martial arts roles would you say having that sort of background in definitely it's all physical like even if you're still you're still physical because you've got like a certain energy I feel like it should be in the curriculums at school like how to move you know how to present yourself it's like body language I'm reading this um, amazing book called The Lucid Body as well and that's teaching me a lot Um, that's like about chakras and so it's more like like, more spiritual yeah, yeah and just like not judging people yeah. like because you don't know what's going on in their lives like someone might be like an asshole to you but it might be because you know they're late for work it's like don't take it personally yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. so it's really enhanced my life a lot yeah and also just not judging yourself yeah like as an actress I feel like everyone's you know too harsh on yourself because you get rejected from auditions yeah. I feel like there's a really good like family atmosphere today yeah but like you know some girls like you see in the audition room and they're like you know they think you're competition but you're not you're your own competition like yeah. no one else is yeah I shouldn't take you take up too much of your time right. Linda really nice to meet you thank you thank Lovely you so much to meet you yes too. yes thank Great. you and good luck with everything thank you so much <laughs> very well You've chosen to die. Bo Fowler, really nice to meet you. You too. Express Delivery. Yep. That was fantastic. Thank you. How did that come about? This particular project came about because a good friend of mine, Sonny, who's the other actor in it, who's also a professional stunt performer, um, he was... He really wanted to do an action scene. And it was just going to be something very simple. I said, you know what, I'll, I'll direct something for you and I'll shoot it for you and we'll get someone else to do, um, the, to do this fight. And he was like, no, no, it has to be you. Sure. And I was like, oh man, okay, well that's cool, but if it's going to be me, then I've got to direct it. Yeah. That means I've got to get a DP to come on board. Sure. And I thought, well, if we're going to put this amount of effort in, let's do something properly. Yeah. Um, I came up with a couple of ideas. My company, Key Films, came on board and we basically financed the project. Um, and yeah, he, he basically, I spoke to Sonny and it was a mutual um, uh, thing of which idea we were going to go with. Yeah. As soon as I had it, uh, it just it basically wrote itself. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. The idea of the character just came to me and, and um, it just sort of, yeah, just spilled off the page really. Yeah. And yeah. It ultimately, it's a very simple movie. Um, it's if you break it down, it's it's basically a showdown. Yeah, you know. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, it is a short film, and it is you know in its entirety, but it's also a proof of concept. Yeah. And the opening to the feature film that I'm writing at the moment. Sure. So um, the idea is to take it into the next yeah. stage. I guess the core purpose of a short film is to a leave you wanting more. Yeah. Uh, you know, and b to establish some sort of premise or a set of characters that that you want to see more from exactly. uh, and undoubtedly that there's some there's a character there that you're playing that yep. you want to see you want to you want to know more about this guy uh, yeah. so it's congratulations thank you thank you and that's <laughs> but I mean, it's hard it's yeah. hard in a short film when you've only got a few minutes to get those yeah. things across isn't it I guess oh, it is it is um, and sometimes you get it right and sometimes not quite so sure um, with this one I mean one of the big feedback that's been coming through is people kind of saying I love the way you told the story yeah. and I love the character Yeah. so we've had some just amazing feedback on you know who's this character I want to see more um, yeah. and, I, and I think it's you know there's a it's obviously when you're there's a slightly hyper reality going on yeah. within this um, but as an actor it's, it's important to find um, uh, to find the style of the piece yeah. whilst also keeping um complete truth yeah you have to come from truth um i think sometimes people play with style and maybe they lose that truth yeah they try and be something yeah. that they think fits the style um uh, but it you need to come from um a real place yeah you know yeah. even though you're you might be bigger than 
life sure yeah it has sure. to come from from that and i think that this one seemed to work and yeah it was it, i mean it was a blast playing the character yeah um, it seemed like you were having fun there <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it was really fun yeah. um it was hard losing the accent yeah um it was hard getting it and it was hard losing it sure what i did is i i went with this particular accent yeah um uh, a lot more sort of working class sure. um more brooklyn-esque and um and then what I did is I let the character bring out the nuances. Yeah. You're in the zone doing your thing. If you start to think about any other little things outside technically, yeah. uh, it can draw you from that character. So. But for something like that, you're, you're doing the fight choreography as well, aren't you? And then you're yeah. working on, obviously, it's something you've written. Yeah, uh, obviously directing. Yeah, and directing, directing as um, well. So I'm guessing that must be hard to fully concentrate on the character when you know if you're um, setting up shots and doing doing that sort of thing do you know I, I I did enough prep I storyboarded the whole movie and when it came to the um, the action scenes I had them in my head yeah. and I previewed everything so that means I, I got together with Sonny I got together with our DP and we went through the shots and I went this is what I'm after yeah. and we went through it till our DP who's, who's also did all the Steadicam work uh, Rob Beck who's a great DP great yeah. Steadicam up um, uh, till he felt comfortable and there was an organic flavour to it when you're in it even when you're doing a fight scene for me it's all about story yeah. so it's not about oh I kick you like this and it's cool it's like that if you're doing a cool kick it has to make sense yeah. it has to come from the character Absolutely. and it has to come from uh, the story has to make sense yeah. there's a lot of uh, a lot of fight scenes these days it's just kicking, punching weapons whatever it is yeah. uh, but it's just this look cool this look cool this look cool yeah. and it's like no you've been stabbing the leg so Exactly. You've got to take that. Yeah, you know, sure, sure. the minute you don't, you're a superhero. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. every detail, every technique tells a story. Also, I've, I have acted and directed um, a lot of short films growing up. So one of the skills that I learned additionally is swapping hats. And I've been in the game for quite a while. So yeah, you I was going to. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I'm wondering, just with your level of experience, what still inspires you? Is there still stuff that you see out there that you're like, oh wow, that's cool. I've not seen that before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, there's, there's always. I mean, I take inspiration from many different things. Yeah. Um, you know, I obviously I love film, live yeah. action movies. I love animation. Yeah. Um, I love uh, Japanese anime. Yeah. Um, you know, any anything really. I mean. I could walk into a restaurant or a place and immediately start being inspired by something in there sure. and start to create a scene. Yeah. Or I see a character and that, or I see something that could be a character yeah. and then I take that and then my mind plays with it. So I, I find inspiration in, in all walks of life, really. Yeah. Are you finding it easier or harder to make movies nowadays? I know you say you run your own production company, company yeah. but I mean, it's... You know, it's such an inspiring day when you see so many yeah. short films like this. But um, I guess it's inspiring for any would-be filmmakers to just go out there and do it. I think but, you've just got to do it. Yeah, finance is hard to get, and there's no right or wrong way to do it. Yeah. Once people know you're there and you prove yourself, then obviously the doors can open. Yeah. But until that time, you just have to be true to yourself and do what you feel is coming from yourself. Yeah. and uh, put your stuff out there and events like this are fantastic and just yeah. getting everyone together aren't they and just getting people networking talking sharing their movies uh, you know yeah. it's, a, it's a wonderful thing I think what Sue has here is something that could grow into something very special yeah. I mean at the moment this is her second year with the festival and I think it's getting bigger yeah. and um, martial arts and martial arts movies are very popular yeah I think it's about growing and and uh, evolving this into something that could be, you know, this this festival I think could be really huge. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean, it's special as, as it is because yeah. obviously the people are what make it. Sure. Um, but look at the turnout today. I mean, it's been oh, yeah. it's been fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's been really great. The thing about these places is is seeing what other people have to do, offer yeah. and um, and networking and you know it, it is a. It is about people. It is about community, really. Yeah. There might be people who are, you know, a lot newer, yeah. and you yeah, might be yeah. able to give them some kind of guidance yeah, or put absolutely. them in touch with someone else yeah. to help them grow. Yeah. And at the same yeah, time, yeah. is that that's what you know? Um, I would have loved a few more mentors when I was yeah, doing exactly, this growing yeah. up. You know what I mean? Because you would have just had to find your own yeah, way. In all exactly. This, really. Which is uh, which is what I've done, and I, I wouldn't yeah. change what I've done because yeah. that's been my path. Yeah. Um, 
but whatever we can give the new generation you know yeah. we should Bo thank you so much thanks for your time yeah thank you it's a and best of luck with the, the feature film so the plan is to turn that into a feature film that's, yes. that's going to be yes, the next step exactly, yeah, exactly. and okay. uh, we've got a few uh, features in development we got um, we got another one called Three Days of Dark yeah. which is a supernatural revenge thriller but I'm, I'm excited for, yeah. for both of them cool great thank you Bo thank you very thank much thank you cheers Yes, yes, Bo Fowler there, concluding my roundup of this year's Fighting Spirit Film Festival. Thank you so much to Sue Cole for inviting me along. Very much appreciated. Uh, Sue does tremendous work uh, at that film festival. We very much look forward to seeing how it progresses next year. Uh, can't wait for that. I'd also like to say a big thank you to uh, the contributors to this episode. So John Shui Zhang, uh, Jonah Worth, Leif Johnson, David Chung, Yolanda Lines, Linda Louise Duan, and Bo Fowler there for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you so much. Uh, there were so many more people I would have loved to have talked to on the night. Uh, but uh, hey, there you go. Uh, maybe they'll be appearing on future episodes of the show. You never know. So uh, yes, about that. Um, some people have been asking me uh, about whether there is going to be a third season of this podcast. And I can confirm that yes, there very much will be. Uh, but as to when that lands, it's uh, a bit up in the air at the moment. So food followers, I hope you don't mind. Uh, being a bit patient for the moment uh, and me being a little bit vague there with uh, some of the timings but I will of course keep you all posted on the usual KFMG channels that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and of course uh, normal reviewing business continues over on the website so that's kungfumovieguide.com and if you're really missing me or just want uh, a chat or uh, maybe you want to advertise on the show that would be great um, you can always drop me an email and the email address is hello at kungfumovieguide.com so this has been a pretty incredible year really for the for the show so far so thank you so much everyone uh, around the world for uh, making this into a thing uh, it's uh, it's really great and your reactions to the show has been uh, have all been very uh, cool indeed so uh, thank you very much for your ongoing support that's awesome listen until we meet again Take care, foo followers, wherever you are, and uh, look after yourselves. I will see you soon. Bye for now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.